Kyle's losing all his street cred. <laughs> like this motherfucker like Spider-Man 3. <laughs> Who the fuck is Tom Holland? <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for joining the WWSD podcast. We are sponsored by Collector's Maze. You can find them at www.collectorsmaze.com for all things fandom related to comics, creators, movies, television, cosplay, and more. I'm Kyle, and as always, I'm joined here by Josh and Seamus. And we have a special guest tonight, James Robertson. James is an author and just released his second book, The Ripper, in the Next Life book series. All right, so uh, James, how's it going? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. How's it going for you, man? Pretty good. Pretty good. How'd you uh, get into this whole uh, book writing thing? I was younger. I was very, like, pretty hard into religion, like, pretty Christian and stuff. But as time went on, I kind of started questioning the world around me a bit more. And so I guess my writing kind of flows from that perspective. And so I just started writing one day, trying to put into words of what could be and why things are and yeah so all of your uh writing has some sort of like kind of underlying theme of religion do you, would you say that's true yeah yeah so uh the writing stems from religion and it goes into all the different religions like focuses on christianity the islam uh there's some nordic stuff and uh greek stuff as well so uh, just a bunch of religions combined going through like different uh, philosophies and kind of looking into each one and looking at their similarities, but also their differences. So your your first book, how long has that been out? That came out last uh, May, actually, is when the uh, first edition came out. So and I started writing that actually back when, whew, when I was 20 years old. So that was like 10 years ago now. <laughs> and uh, I just started it. And I think I wrote about 10,000 words. But then I was going through school. So I kind of put it back. Just just had it on a flash drive forever. And then this last year, uh, my grandpa kind of passed away. And then uh, my dad had a hip problem. So I was uh, helping out him out for a bit. And so I just started writing again while I was doing that. And uh and soon enough, I had a book, so, and that's where that happened. So, so you say you started that when you're uh, 20. Did you write anything previously before that, like short stories or any other kind of writing, like creative writing? Actually, when I was in like sixth grade, I did like a, I, I threw the story away, but it was kind of, kind of cheesy, I guess. But, but I could tell you the basis of it. It was like uh, some dude wakes up from a coffin after people are like praying. I think I was playing uh, Prince of Persia around the time, so I was kind of getting like that kind of vibe. And they're <laughs> they're like dark people, basically causing the end of days happen, and so the prayers were being answered by that guy. Other than that, I haven't really done any writing previously. That's a uh, that's that's pretty cool. It's pretty like heady concepts for a sixth grader. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, pretty heavy for a sixth, sixth grader. <laughs> uh, that that was a cheesy story. Uh... <laughs> It's an allegory about like, just a resurrection <laughs> allegory. Like, yeah, yeah. As you're writing this uh, this book, so you set it down and you pick it up about ten years later. Is there anything that's changed in the idea of the story that you wanted to tell over the course of the ten years that you originally wanted to tell? You know, not really. Not in the big aspects. I I changed a few things plot wise around like I went back and did some more editing and uh, obviously going through college I got more perspectives and stuff that way so it, that kind of changed my writing style I guess you could say but as for the story as a whole it, it kind of remained true to its original uh, self so there wasn't too much switching around that so uh, I just continued to build and build and no, I can't think of any. So before we uh, dive too far in, let's. Uh, would you mind letting our listeners know kind of like what your book's about, like the the main plot, and like storyline stuff? Like, was it like how does the universe work? Because we didn't really talk about that yet. Yeah, sure. Uh, so basically, the main plot of the first book is uh, there's this kid, and he basically dies, uh, and then he wakes up falling from the sky, and he, he's trying to because at first he doesn't realize he's dead, so. And, and as he explores that more and things of uh, that nature, 
he kind of falls into this world. He's not sure what's going on. And then more and more stuff is thrown at him and thrown at him. So he's in the next life. What's going on there, which you'll learn in the prologue, so it's not too much of a spoiler. He's uh, fighting against these other gods who have begun to invade and kill our gods. And it's just a it's a big world. And that's just the start of it. There's people from the past you'll meet. There's other characters you'll meet that are brand new. And yeah, it's honestly a great outlet for my writing and uh, just myself as a whole. So and then there's these power aspects, which is pretty cool because whatever killed you, you're trying to conquer in the next life. This is called your conquest. And the way that works is there's also what killed you and then there's what you did in your life. If that had a more greater impact on your life, uh, one of the characters puts it in a great way. Uh, if you think of posthumous promotions for military, say someone dies after seeking a greater rank uh, in the military, and they usually, unfortunately, get promoted in their death. So the way the characters see that is it's kind of like that. So you can work either work really hard during your life to get something great or you'll die and then you'll be granted something and somewhere around the similar rank. But it's not always the case. Some people will just die and they'll just be there kind of uh, rejuvenated or what have you. So in the in the world that you that you have going on here, and so you die and you go into the next next world and, and some, some of the ways that you died or some of the things that you did in your past life influence your life there, right? Correct. Can you die in that afterlife? Does that happen? Uh, you can die, but unless something spoilage happens, you can't be permadead, if that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, definitely can die, though. So it is a possibility. And you still have to consume food and energy and stuff like that to keep your body functioning. What's like the distinguishment between like a god and like someone who's who's crossed over into like this afterlife? Well, uh, all right. Uh, so more on the, the ranking system, because when you first come over, you could have a decent conquest. It won't be like you'll master it right away. These people have to like work towards that and start to understand how their body is now working. But the gods obviously already have that. Plus, they don't, they're just not limited to that one power. They have access to others, depending on the god. So that's kind of how that works. <laughs> uh, I'm sure this might be a spoiler, but could a mortal man become a god by like probably killing a god or something along those lines, I'm assuming. Kind of hard to say. Uh, okay. Something happens that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I read a little bit of your first book. I, I got I got right to the f- to the part where Remy shows up. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, it's it was uh, it's it's really cool. I really I like um I really like the origin story of the king. Okay, yeah. And um the collectors are really cool too. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of things. Yeah. The, I don't even know how those came to me, but I really like <laughs> how they came out. Like the the thing about their eyes and everything just it gave me a really clear visual of what they would look like. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, it, it, it did a good job of of like uh, conveying the imagery too. It was, yeah. it was interesting. Uh, Remy's actually uh, one of my favorite characters of that book. He's he's got a unique pe- personality. You'll learn. So, <laughs> so James, so you wrote the book when you're 20, and then you said you waited about 10 years before uh, publishing. Did were you trying to publish before that, or were you just not really thinking about it? And didn't like one day you just thought like, hey, I have this book I wrote. Should I, let's get it published. Like how, how did that actually work? Um, so I wrote the first three chapters, uh, when I was like, I think I was working at like Pizza Hut at the time, something like that. <laughs> and was kind of chilling with my friend and, uh, we were in Missouri cause he was going to school there. That's how I got, I had time to do that. And then, uh, he had some family issues. And so I kind of moved up there, uh, on my own cause I just wanted to see new york is where he was from and that's when i ended up going to school so i didn't actually finish the book uh just the first three chapters and i i still worked on it a little bit because i had like a a library job at the school so on the down times i would just kind of do either my homework or if i didn't have that going on they'd let us read or do some work on the side so i did a little more writing there 
yeah, I only got to like the third chapter and then then I just put it away for the years until uh, that past year with my dad and grandpa is when I finally completed it. So, yeah. But uh, on the publishing side, uh, it was I never really tried a traditional publisher like I read about it, but they're kind of strict and they want you to write their way. And I'm. I don't know if I want to change my story that much. Like I like the tone of everything and I like my ideas being how they are. And some people are going to be like, that may not sell that great. Well, too bad. (laughs) It's more about the story for me and I'm sure I'll find my audience. So, so you're, you're, you're completely, uh, you're completely independently published then. Yes. Correct. Correct. Awesome. Have you had anyone try to like uh, reach out to you to about like joining them and they're under their publishing or have you not yet not yet no no one's no one's tried and i haven't reached out to anyone so they probably won't even know until then uh but on the publishing side uh there are there's a lot of different outlets you can go nowadays there's kdp um there's try and think in the name smashwords is a big one um, the one I went with was called draft to digital which they have a really great system there uh their paperback is needing a little work, but it's only in the beta right now. So uh, I'm sure that'll get its issues worked out over time. But yeah, basically you just upload your draft and then um, send it into them and uh, it goes right through the system and uh, you can put copyright and can put uh, your editors in there. And then they'll send it out to Amazon, Barnes and Noble, uh, who else? Uh, there's Kobo's a big one too. Just a bunch of different uh, publishing companies. And then there's also libraries they send it to, so people can check out your books, either audiobook or uh, uh, ebook. And I think they have paperback as well that they're getting to. There. That's awesome. It's really cool that that they um, they send it out to libraries. I didn't know that they did that. Yeah, yeah, that's a really big one, actually. Uh, a lot of people checked out my book from libraries, which is cool. That's really awesome. And one last thing on that is they have a partnership, actually, with uh, Find Away Voices, which is the uh, audiobook uh, distributor, which they send it out to basically the same level of uh, industries, even to ACX, which on that, uh, ACX actually... You have to sign a seven-year contract with them to publish just to those three: Apple, Amazon, and I think there's one other. Uh, what is uh, what is ACX? Uh, it's for the uh, audiobook. So they'll make you sign it if you go through Amazon. They'll make you sign a seven-year contract. Is it just seven years to, for them to host it, or like what was that contract actually? You know? It means you get a few small benefits, but they get the rights to your book only to publish to those platforms for those seven years basically you can't you can still do paperback or ebook but you're stuck with audiobook which find a way voices doesn't do that so you're you can go with wherever and they actually have a higher rate than acx gives you through apple which i thought was pretty cool so you don't even have to sign a contract that way and you still get more money out of it so so I remember, I remember when we talked uh, the other day. You mentioned you're you're editing the first book to re-release it as like a second edition. Like, yes, yes. Wh- why is that? Was were you just not happy the way it turned out, or like was it just mistakes that were made, or why, why would you go back and re-edit? There were a few small edits. Like I was just starting out, so I didn't have a, the funds at the time. I didn't have an editor, which I thought I did a pretty decent job. But then going back through, I missed a couple small little things that would for consistency live so i'm just going back through it and editing so it's more fluent and the main thing is the cover on the first book i wasn't too happy about because i was just getting into drawing like i drew the second and third cover on my own but the first one i was literally just getting into art so i was like ah that that one needs a the redo in my opinion so that's kind of why i'm that's kind of that's kind of cool yeah Yeah. (laughs) i didn't realize you also did the art for the covers yeah yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Do you have like is there is there a certain type of person that you have in mind when you're writing this or that that you're thinking about would might might like your books? 
if you i would say if you like uh dc comics or stephen king maybe a mix of the two because it's more on the darker side but it also yeah. has that action vibe as well as you get more into the books and the stories and the characters isn't just one protagonist that's kind of why i have these different side books is without spoiling too much at the end they'll all kind of converge in their own ways so that's that's awesome yeah I, this just uh just from the reading that i did it definitely it de- I, I could definitely see it being like kind of a graphic novel too you know like yeah a lot of a lot of, a lot of cool imagery a lot of different characters yeah if i had the talent for that i would definitely do it so. <laughs> <laughs> are your books um like kid friendly or are they something more uh geared towards just adults only I would say 13 and older. Um, I wouldn't say they're kid friendly at all, but they're, uh, I'd say as a teen, I would have read something like this. Like I read Stephen King as a teen. So, and I don't think it's much darker than that, but definitely not for like uh, your little kid shouldn't read it. <laughs> I know some of the Stephen King stuff can get pretty graphic. Yeah. <laughs> Like in the stand and stuff, there was some some crazy stuff that happened. So yeah, I don't know if you if you get kind of uh, out there with that. Uh yeah, there's there's a few scenes, but um, I keep it relatively short. But nothing too bad has happened yet. Uh, directly, like they they make mention of some stuff at the end of the first book. But you mentioned that 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 like a, a big a big motivation for you for this for creating this world was um was some of your ex- early experiences with religion right yeah, yeah. um so wh- what's what, what's the experience like with with within you like when this when these kind when these things are kind of like materializing as you're like as you're writing them right? is it is it something that you do like piece by piece or is it something that you've kind of just visualized and it's coming into place you know, what's what's that what's that like for you so on the first book that kind of was just a uh, writing uh, discovery process like I would just write and it it comes to me I, I never really do storyboards I had to a little bit on the second book because it's more related or found it in uh, actual stuff that happened and I try to keep it somewhat uh, similar to the situation of Jack the Ripper so I had to make a little bit of a storyboard around it which I hopefully don't have to do it again. <laughs> I wasn't a fan of writing that way because it kind of felt like it was limiting my uh, uh, inspiration, but I still think that one came out. But as far as the religion and the um, writing aspect, yeah, it kind of just came out how it was. Um, just as a whole, it was just based around my feelings at the time. So it was something that, that came together as you as you went. Yes, correct. So you, correct. you said you don't actually storyboard your, your books out. Like, I know you, you said you're working on your third one now and your fourth one, I believe, when we talked. So, mm-hmm. like, how, like from the, the overarching plot, like, is, do you have it, like, just written down, like, hey, this is the plot of it, and you yeah, fill in the, everything around it? Like, how, how does that actually work in that creative process? Um, so I have, like, a few minor points written down, but that's only uh, for consistency from the... Uh, other books so I don't forget something that happened or something like that but for the majority I just kind of write and make the story up as I kind of feel like it needs to be like I, I don't know how I just write and it comes I guess is how you, how it works <laughs> so for like uh, I remember you, you mentioned for the second book it, it's around the witches uh, aspect of it do you have like more of like those like sex of like, uh, cause you have like all the o- overarching uh, organizations in your world. So is like each book a different like uh, organization or, or you haven't really gone that far yet. It, it had, okay. <laughs> so oh, I'm trying to do this without spoilers. Um, <laughs> we, we could skip this question if it's too hard. I, I don't want any of this stuff spoiled. So don't, don't feel like you have to say it. <laughs> yeah. It, it's hard to say, but there are different factions involved on our world along with the other worlds. So it's there's a bunch that comes together eventually, I guess, is about all I can really say. So. But, but from your, your writing there, since you don't really like draw it out, like how many books do you theoretically think you, you have like like more or less like outlined mm. in your head? Like, uh, is it just the four in your kind? Is that... Oh, no, okay. no, no. <laughs> it, there's going to be a lot. Because uh, I have a bunch of characters. I don't even know how many. The main story, I think, 
the next life series which will be the main story i think that'll kind of end up being a four to eight book part one which will split (laughs) so that'll be like the end of a huge arc is what i'm trying to say will be after the fourth date somewhere in there but the side characters well they're not really side characters they're kind of main protagonists too I have at least uh, four in mind right now with a few others kind of just in the back of my mind, just starting to be created as I think about it. So, (laughs) but there's at least uh, four for now, maybe five that are kind of big, important ones. So, (laughs) yeah, there'll be a lot of books, at least at least 20 plus. So (laughs) very ambitious. (laughs) Yeah, so so you 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 uh you, you obviously have a have a have a pretty overarching vision of like of how you want this universe to play out and like the books you want to write. Um, as far as like what what do you want what do you want this like the all this like your work to accomplish in in like in the in the world like like for yourself for your family for for just for your I think he wants that Netflix deal and the graphic novel deal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a graphic novel would be pretty cool, but I, I'd have to find someone that would be willing to do that. Well, we uh, we, we have some connections. <laughs> if uh, you know. he, he's actually not joking, you know, I have I actually know quite a few uh, artists. I have uh, all their numbers listed, oh, so cool. we can talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. <laughs> but on the on the movie side, uh, I don't want to call anyone out, but there's a uh, there's a HBO series. I'm sure we're all aware of that. Kind of like the books weren't completed, so I don't want to. I don't want to go down that route <laughs> and like not not have my story finished and have the ending turn out really bad. So. Oh, please, please refrain from Game of Thrones spoilers. It hasn't been the <laughs> enough time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I'm sure he I, I'm sure he feels bad about the ending that they did. To I don't think story, he fucking so cares at all. That. Well, I think that was kind of purpose because uh, I actually just started rewatching it again for like the 12th time. And uh well, I, I mean, it doesn't make any sense for him to be like, okay, you guys can go ahead and spoil my life's accomplishment. A good ending. <laughs> so, so I think yeah. that was actually the bad ending that he allowed them to do, because before they, before he gave them the rights to to make the series, he said, okay, you, you have to tell me what the ending is. So they had to know the ending beforehand. So mm-hmm. I think that was so that way he could say, well, you can't do that ending. You can do something else, which is what we got was that. So I'm I'm holding out. I'm hoping because I, I was just looking at. Um, He's supposed to finish the book this year. Like, so. Fucking three years ago oh, really? at this point. Fuck, dude. <laughs> oh, dude, it's a fucking masterpiece. Like, give him a break, dude. I'm telling you, I really hope he dies before it comes out. I think it would be yeah, so fuck that, awesome dude. if he dies before he gets <laughs> his, his final work is published. <laughs> Why? Why? Why do you want that? Doesn't make any sense. That'd that's like. That's, right, know, we're, 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 like have, have you had enough since Firefly? <laughs> since Firefly. So we're gonna tangent a little bit. Um, so if if, if his book fi- never gets like fi- like, fi- like finalized or fi- like uh, like the completely written like just finished, it'll, it'll never end badly. Like a lot of people have really like really good memories and really good feelings like with his books. Yeah. And what if he does use the same ending that they used in the show? Would would you just absolutely? Just Oh come on! I, I don't. Do I don't it. know if he would. I mean, how, how do you know? Like he's old as fuck at this point. He's. Uh, I'm sure. Like he's. He's a masterful writer. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing one. there, but maybe that was his ending. Maybe he thought like in his head like this was like the best way to end the series, and like. Ha- no, there's. There, I can think off the top of my head at least five different ways that it could have been. Oh, anyone could have. <laughs> so much more. So much more poetically satisfying. Yes, yes. So I, I have faith that the guy who wrote like this amazing dialogue the books are absolutely amazing like if, if the people who just like the series on on hbo like dude read the books too the books are even better you know and, and that's hard for me to say because i don't like i don't like oh, reading. Yeah. like i really i very rarely read but like those books i i absolutely enjoy i'm sorry james we're we're derailing your interview uh, here. no 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 <laughs> I, I brought it up so <laughs> we're talking about george the rest of this interview <laughs> but james so um I, I mean you already mentioned stephen king is, are there any other um are there any like other authors that you look up to that are, that are kind of role models for you i don't know um uh, main authors uh i mean jk rowling but that was only as a kid her her series wasn't too dark but there were there are aspects in the later books that i liked um the more violent parts of it so i, I just like 
uh, dark fantasy writing, I guess. And so general. you mentioned DC Comics as was like kind of like uh, one of your inspirations for your writing, or your writing is very similar to that. Do you have any uh, DC stuff that you're uh, you're a fan of? Oh yeah, just like uh, the Superman, and uh, I just think DC Comics as a whole is way more adult friendly than, um, say, uh, Marvel. It, I, I don't know. That's just how I feel from everything I've read. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Hundred percent agree with you. It is <laughs> is a little bit more realistic. Uh, like it's yeah. Yeah. What's some uh, what's some of the DC stuff you've read? Like what uh, what are you a fan of? Um, I've been reading the new Superman one. Uh, I can't even think of it. It's uh where he's basically locked in the what is that name? <laughs> The Phantoms of there we go, and it's kind of a strange read too, because um, he's in there, and then there's uh, also uh, there's this new character that's really strange, like some like beefed up Superman, uh, anti. I don't even know what the name is. It's been a few months since I read it, but uh, it's really cool. Um, and then like Earth is kind of caught up in that too. It's. It is very strange. Like, cool, you're you're reading that stuff. I'm a I'm a big DZ fan. Constantine's yeah, there we go. Character, so not not Keanu Reeves, Constantine, Kyle. I know, I know you're gonna say that. John Constantine, (laughs) blonde, British. (laughs) I actually like the the TV series they had a while back, but it was only one season, unfortunately. It was. I heard it was supposed to get picked up again uh, through HBO because they're supposed to be part of like the Titans brand with uh, Titans, uh, Swamp Thing, and uh, Doom Patrol. They're supposed to bring back Constantine, but I I don't know if that's coming to fruition. Having like a the I can't think of the name right now. It's, it escapes me. Like it's the the dark. Just yeah. So Justice League Dark. Yeah, with like Zantana and, and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We keep getting derailed here. So let's get back on yeah. track. It's, that's I, I can talk about comics all, all right. night. Like I literally did it for like three hours the other day. So we don't need to talk about comics. And Kyle <laughs> hates comics and comic book movies. I don't. I don't fucking hate comics. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, Josh is a master of hyperbole, by the way. (laughs) I'm sorry. Kyle Kyle likes Spider-Man 3. That's (laughs) Spider-Man 3 out of all. (laughs) No, he's he's fucking. (laughs) So I'm still kind of amazed by your story. Like you never really was a writer. And then all of a sudden you decided to start writing. That's pretty cool. Like what'd you go to college for? I I think it was like computers, right? You went for computer science. Yeah. And originally I did a little bit in uh, IT. Uh, It was a networking Mm -hmm. and stuff, but then uh, I went back uh, and got a little, I did like a minor in theater arts, which kind of helps with my voice acting when I do the like narration stuff for the audio book. And then politics, which uh, uh, you can see kind of a little bit of that throughout the series, too. I think there's a little bit of a, a political vibe to it of how things go. And there's definitely some uh, mentions of history and stuff like that that comes in the books. And it kind of just looks back and it's like, wow, that happened. And now it's happening now and kind of that sort of thing. So I kind of got like this uh, Gnosticism vibe uh fr- from the story that you're giving us like that the gods are lying to us like I, that's kind of where I, what, what i got how do you incorporate your own like religious beliefs within within this 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 uh universe that you made okay so i i used to be really like christian and then i'd be like where's the sign where's the sign and nothing ever came so i was just uh i became agnostic since then and that's kind of where that came from and that's kind of why I wrote the gods as kind of lying to us in that way. At the start of the book, I kind of make the comparison. There's like a Christianity slash Catholics and Judaism versus Islam over Jerusalem. But they both have like the same prophets and basically the same gods. So why are they fighting over the same land? <laughs> and one's telling them it's their land and the other's telling them it's their land. And that's that's kind of where like it all like started from so yeah <laughs> so so if we're reading the book we're gonna see like gods that that we're familiar with they're not gonna be like made up gods like saying like a uh, like a tolkien universe uh no the gods will be made up in the books they created religion like they created these fake gods and fake religion which that comes into play later on to those gods that they created 
for the most part, there's not really any direct uh, correlation to our gods other than the stories. So there's no like Jesus Christ is just someone else like uh, no, just no, no. saying he's Jesus Christ kind of thing. They just said this happened and blah, blah, blah. And then this happened, blah, blah, blah. And just to create that conflict and division in uh, the world here. So that way they get their fighters on the other side. Do those gods exist in that in that Earth universe in, in your in your books or or like do the gods that exist in our universe exist in that one as well? Or, or is it just a, like a different kind of a parallel? In a way, it's uh, hard to say without spoiling because that that's a big play in the next book, the Desperados Tale. Uh, you'll see more of that because he's way he's way from the past. Is that character like you'll see? So he's on a different world in our universe, but that world has since not doesn't really exist too much anymore so have you had any uh, other religious people having any issues at your books uh like have you received any like threats or any people like trying to protest you since it's so religious heavy uh not really i the i've got a couple of reviews that have been like there it's religion involved but it was never done in a bad way which for the most part that that's true but i definitely called out scientology as being created by a uh science fiction writer so the god the, the gods didn't <laughs> so you'll see that that's in funny. There, but um <laughs> yeah you should uh you should make your own religion as like a, a pr stunt uh, yeah, I, I could <laughs> you know it could, it could that's a good fallback plan apparently is uh pastafarian a uh, real religion in your book <laughs> I don't oh so. come on spy spaghetti monster <laughs> that's yeah. humans deceiving humans that's- yeah yeah, that's what that's what's mentioned. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, I was gonna ask you, like, do you draw clear lines in the sand between like good and evil as far as the characters go in your book? Like, like the driving forces? Not really. At at the start, it kind of goes that way, but then there's definitely parts of it that are like, was that really bad? would you have done that differently you know so no there's not really a good and evil aspect it's um at this point it's uh they're just looking at the invading gods as kind of the evil force but even then it's uh kind of complicated between the different factions because there's some humans that are like uh that welcome these new overlords i guess you could say where others are uh against what they're doing so uh, you're saying that the, the gods are lying to us. Are they being truthful about like a like a Satan figure or like a devil figure? So that actually plays into the Ripper. There uh, is a character in there and he says uh, the gods actually based me on Lucifer is what. Uh, so there there's plays in it that relate to our uh, world, but um, a lot of it is just they're just trying to uh confuse the masses i guess you could say in um in just the 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 little bit i read there was a there was a pretty nuanced take on good and evil just in that first the first bit so that was pretty cool yes yes <laughs> so uh what, good oh, oh i was just gonna ask what what your podcast was actually about wwsd so i never did get to know what that was <laughs> what that stood for so it, it, it used to it used to stand for what would Seamus do, uh, and I I, uh, I got I got I got gun shy about having my name in the title, and I asked everybody to take it out. And, uh, uh, okay. Did you guys change it to so what would? Uh, no, it's spaghetti. Just do? a WWSD. <laughs> like the only reason we really kept the uh, the the name to WWSD podcast was because of branding, Grady. Where you have our websites and everything's already set up with that branding, and all our logos are set up. And so we were, I think at that time, like three or four podcasts deep. So I, I didn't really want to pivot because mm-hmm. like we were building momentum on it. And I was afraid like what momentum we had, we might have lost because uh, it is, it is kind of confusing yeah. to, to change those things, uh, especially when you're going to like a completely different name. Like, we didn't really have like a good name either really picked out and we kind of like pulled the trigger and it kind of blew up in this big weird fight for like a couple of days. <laughs> There's a lot of crying, <laughs> tears, angry outbursts. And that was just shameless. Um. <laughs> I actually kind of, I kind of like it because like it doesn't really mean anything, and people always ask about it. And so it's it's even funnier. Like it's just like yeah, it doesn't really doesn't mean anything at this point, but it, it still has some historical yeah. 
uh, relevance to it. And uh, like Kyle said, we, we might uh, try and figure out like a way to, to use the acronym. I, I've been trying to recruit a new Seamus. I, I put out an ad. Um, it doesn't pay much, but uh, <laughs> uh, just looking for a new Seamus. Like this one's not working really well. So nah. <laughs> he's not accepting his role. <laughs> 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 you're, you're working on the third book now. When do you plan on having the third one out? Like, uh, what, what's your publishing uh, schedule? At the start, I thought I'd have it out like mid to late 2021, but it's looking more like late 2021 to early 2022 because it, this one's going to be a bigger book because there's a lot more to cover on this character rather than just the Ripper or the start of the, the first book. So, uh, yeah, this is. So the others were like 240 to like 300 pages in that that vicinity for paperback. This one's probably going to be at least double the 300. I'm assuming 500. So a real, a real thick so boy. It, it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a bigger book because there's a lot to cover on the character, and I don't really want to split it into two stories. So that that's why that's <laughs> gonna cool. take a little longer. And are you still self editing it, or have you got to the point where you can like uh, acquire like editors and, and stuff like that? Was... Yeah, yeah. I just get a couple editors on the side okay. now, um, and that I already had someone relook at the first book and I'm kind of working with them now on adding that. And I had someone look at the second book when I was doing that before release. So that one should be taken care of. So, um, cool. yeah. now has, has this become like your full-time job? I mean, you don't have to get to like financial details, but are you, do you still work a day job or is this becoming like your, your full-time job? I mean, honestly, it's kind of a full-time job, but I also have, I guess, a few side okay. jobs that I work on. It's, it's mostly self-employment, though, at this point, but I, I do want to just do this because the, the time it takes to write, edit, create the cover, uh, do the marketing, and and then do the audiobook, recording, getting the people. Like, you're basically your own uh, cast director at that point. <laughs> So yeah. it, it's it's a lot of work, and then you gotta go back through and uh, edit the lines and make that all fit through the story, and then finally, hopefully, it sounds right at the end. <laughs> do you have like a do you have like a writing routine that you that you uh, stick to, or? Um. Well, right now I'm kind of just working on the audiobook portion because I'm trying to get that out. But uh, usually I write in between. A thousand words to twenty five hundred words at least five times a week. So, um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, cool. so that's what I try to do. <laughs> sometimes it's a little more, sometimes it's a little under, but it usually balances out in between that. So, so when and when you're writing, are you working on one project at a time, or do you jump between books and and articles or other kinds kinds of writing? Um, for the writing aspect, uh. I'll usually work on one for the most part, but if something like really comes to me, like I feel like I really need to write something down, I'll probably type out like, like I know I've done a different few different prologues for the upcoming books that they kind of just came to me one day. I'm like, I gotta get this written down, and so I'll do that. But for the most part, I just stick to the one book. So uh, I'm that way I can just focus on that and its story rather than trying to jump from one point to another and then trying to line up those stories. <laughs> so do you guys, I, I know one of you said you read, but do the other two, one doesn't like to read and one's so-so or? Me personally, I haven't read anything in a while. Uh, I used to read a lot of comics, uh, a lot, a lot of comics. Now uh, it's really hard because I'm a father and I work full time and I do yeah. podcasting full time at this point. It seems like, yeah. uh, so <laughs> it, it's even. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I read all day long, uh, just because uh, the field I'm in, it requires a lot of reading. I work okay. in IT. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's like reading all day for me. But like for fun, I, I haven't read anything in a very long time. What about Seamus? What about you? I think you're probably in the same boat. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I um, I mostly I mostly read like nonfiction, like like self development books, and like, I'm I'm a, I'm a programmer, so I read a lot of a lot of stuff on that, and um. But yeah, I, I like I like um I like fiction from time to time, but I'm mostly mostly a nonfiction, technical cool. kind of reading. And then yeah. Kyle doesn't read. Yes, yeah. I do. I, I probably read more than you. Like that comics. That's not that's not a book. Okay, <laughs> that's not a book. Really? You you want this discussion now? <laughs> <laughs> you really I have a bookshelf right here, like with books. 
I have a bookshelf, motherfucker. I got long boxes. Those are other well. comics. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, uh, they're graphic novels. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, I'll be introducing my friend Neil Gaiman and Alan Moore. They've won many awards. <laughs> like where I'm at now, though, like I think audiobooks are, are like more feasible than anything. Like I, I was listening to like Dracula. Yeah. Like that was pretty good. I, I like the audiobooks that have like all the production values of like a, show, a television show. I know that's what you're saying you're trying to do with all your voice actors. Like, yeah, I really dig yeah. those audiobooks because yeah. uh, I feel like you're, like, yeah. you're like, listening to a show and it's really entertaining. When it's just some like dry fucking dude yeah. just reading the book. I mean, if you boring. can get James Earl Jones or something for you. Yeah. Samuel Jackson. Or Christopher Judge. You know, he's, uh, he's really good. I, I listened to a podcast with him really, the recent yeah. news. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it's actually on my list. I, 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 I want to uh, circle back <laughs> around the Sentinels. Yeah. Yeah. Sentinels. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, do you Um. Yeah. I. I've been. I've been wanting to get into fiction. Fiction more lately. Like when I was. When I was younger, I. I didn't. I didn't. You know. I was. I was like really kind of focused on like science. I didn't see much. Much. Um. You know. I was kind of naive. I didn't see much like like worth in it. But I. I. I really. I really think it's cool now to like. Like it's like there's a lot of cool ideas that are, that like in fiction that are like um. It kind of really add to your life when you read it too so i'm trying to get more into that yeah so i feel you uh, i i just started reading again a few years back so like like when i was younger i did like harry potter and then like old man in the sea and just like all the school books oh, cool, they made cool. read, so which really got me started into reading i guess so and I took a break for a while during school because, oh my God, poli sci, you have to read so much. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So, but I've been getting back into it so, too. So, besides my writing, so. <laughs> did you um? Did you study politics? Was that like an intentional decision to for to like put that into your writing, or, or did you have other plans for that? Originally, I planned like run for office and stuff like that, but I cool. I, I just never got around to it, and so I, you're still pretty young. <laughs> There's not a lot of politicians. Yeah. In the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got a lot lot of time left. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, this is James uh, G. Robertson's uh, <laughs> de- debut into politics here. Yeah, twenty twenty four. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I probably would do terrible at debates, but <laughs> I did like a bunch of side stuff while I was uh, working there. Like I, or rather, going to school and uh, SUNY Oswego. Uh, I got a bunch of people to register and I felt pretty good about that, but, um, that's about as far as my political career went, <laughs> but it was pretty cool. So uh, I know your book series that you're working on now, do you have any other like ideas for like future book series or you, you kind of planned it out for like 20 books, but is there like anything you want to dip into like, uh, like more like science fiction instead of the dark, uh, fantasy stuff, or is it like more, maybe it's like uh, horror, like, are you looking to branch off into other genres or different stories? Well, the first book is kind of like a mix of uh, fantasy, well, dark fantasy, and then it's got a, a bit of science fiction thrown in, which you'll mm-hmm. catch. Um, and the second book's a mix of horror slash dark fantasy. So, but you don't want to like do like a, like a horror series per se. Not at this moment. Uh, I can't really think of like I'm sure I'll. Like there will be more horror books that are mixed within the universe because I, I have a few ideas for uh, some of the characters at the end of the second book that uh, as far as a horror series and you'll get to see like uh, some uh, witches and what they uh, are fighting against, which I plan to do like a more uh reality based i guess you could say where it's just normal people that have to experience those horrors so uh but that won't be for a little bit because i still got still got to work on these <laughs> so. are, are these books uh standalone or or do you need to re- read them chronologically as it is now the first two which is the first and the next life series and the ripper you could read those in any order for the ripper and the third book i it's probably better to read those in order. Um, so the Ripper and then the Desperos tell. But then after that, I'll probably, for the most part, be chronological. There will be a few books here and there. I, I try to list it because I, I just put those as prequels because technically they are before the book, but also you don't 
have to read them bef- after the first book. You can read them before. So as for now, it's a uh, non-chronological, but it'll get that way pretty fast. So, so your your first book uh, won an award, right? You, you want to talk about that? Uh yeah. So it was just a small award at a literary literary Titan uh, publishing. Uh, they just do book reviews and. Uh, they said my uh, book had some pretty good potential, so I got the silver award. So maybe with the extra editing and the new cover, I could get a gold. I don't know. <laughs> I might uh, go back and let them read the second edition when it comes out to see how that works. And I've also entered it in a few indie awards here, and so, but those are taking a little longer, um, and that should be all announced by the end of June or July for those. So. We'll see what happens with that. But yeah, uh, I was pretty excited to see that. Yeah, that's no, really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Have you hit up like your your like high school English teacher and been like, yeah, check this out. Look at me now. <laughs> I don't, to be honest, I don't even remember my high school English that's teacher. That's pretty sad. Oh, that's a <laughs> like they're listening right now like, God uh, damn this it, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, bitch. You had a chance to make uh, make that lady's life right now. You know, hey, well, we're guy. We're guy. Yeah, I imagine yeah. a tender, a tender old lady. She's like, James, you should really take your like religious views and like blend them into a book sometime. And then, you're like, yeah, 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 whatever, lady. And then, like, a couple years later, now you got like a 20 book series. So, so I do have one last question, uh, James, for any of our listeners that are looking to possibly start writing or start uh, self publishing their own books. Do you have any words of wisdom or any advice you can give them? Uh, anything that might help them out? Yeah, I mean, just have confidence in yourself. You can't, I, I've seen a lot of writers that are just questioned. They're like, this is terrible and just throw it away. But instead of throwing away and starting over, you should finish it out and just go back and uh, just edit the draft, edit the draft until you're finally happy with your product. As nothing's perfect the first time around. So you just got to keep going and see where that idea develops and see how it goes. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm usually pretty miserable, so I don't think anything's ever perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I do have a couple of lightning questions for you. Uh, Kyle or Shima, see if any other like, uh, last questions for him. We'll do the lightning round, and we can have him uh, plug what he needs to plug. Oh, Matt, I think I think that's it. I think thanks for coming on. Yeah, appreciate I, it. Man. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, wish you the best of luck with everything. I, I like like I said, I really enjoyed this. This what I read of your books, so I'm probably gonna probably gonna continue. Oh, thanks. Uh, yep. You'll have to let me know what you uh, think at the end. We'll do a we'll do a Seamus <laughs> review. That'd be actually kind of fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll yeah, yeah. the book. Yeah, that'd right. be cool. <laughs> cool. All right, it's so a lightning round. What's what, what's your favorite book? Uh, uh, Dark Tower. Uh, probably the drawing of the three. Is okay. Probably my favorite. Gotcha, one. gotcha. Kyle, Kyle said like yourself <laughs> did reminisce for the Dark Tower a little bit, so that's that's kind of funny. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> what's your uh, your favorite comic book? Mm, it's a watch. See, <laughs> Kyle, that's a common theme. Uh, <laughs> there's so many, man. Uh, I mean, Constantine books are really good. Yeah, the old Hellblazer stuff's so good. That's, that's some of my favorite stuff to read. Yeah, yeah. We'll just say we'll just say Constantine's. Uh, All right, <laughs> Constantine's. Who's your uh, Who's your favorite comic hero? Or villain? Or villain? I'll I'll, I'll let you do either or. Dark side. Uh, okay, I guess that's a that's a that's a pretty yeah. deep cut. Uh, yeah, that's, that's actually that's actually interesting. Like, because your your books kind of have a not dark side. Never mind. I was thinking of Doomsday. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, they're a little bit different. Uh, it's funny because Darkseid is uh, one of the new gods, so it actually lines up with his stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Darkseid's pretty awesome. I like he's he's one of the more serious characters. So <laughs> Yeah, Mega Beams, man. That's just one of my favorites. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, if you can have your work published as a any other medium, uh, video game, comic, uh, TV show, movie, what would you prefer? What would be your ideal medium for it outside of written mm, literature? I would say TV series because uh, I don't think movies would do it justice with how deep it would go and how how I wouldn't want it cut is what I'm saying. Like the, it'd have to be a very long movie or a multiple uh, movie good TV series. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, James. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's been a it's been a pleasure having you on. I'm really uh, really glad we we hooked up and uh, got this happening tonight. This is awesome. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. If you want to blast your website, Twitter, everything, go blast it all now. This is the time. Let our listeners know where they can find you and how to check out your stuff. Nextlifeuniverse.com is the official website. And then uh, my Twitter is at nextjamesrobert. So, um, yeah. And that's about all I have for social media. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Where, where can people buy your books? Uh, uh, they can get it. The official links are on the website. So at nextlifeuniverse.com. But it's also like on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, uh, Google Play, just every every major one. Different yeah. Spots, so. yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I wish you the best of luck with uh, your second book. You said the paperback's releasing sooner now, and then you're working on the audio version of uh, The Ripper. Yeah, the audiobook should be out uh, in March, I'm hoping. Okay. And the paperback has a uh, limit release uh, on Lulu, their platform, lulu.com. But the uh, the bigger one will uh, come out for a wide release sometimes in next month. I just got to kind of decide between Amazon and uh, Drafted Digital to see which is the better one for that. So, cool. Yeah. And then your third and fourth book you're working on. That's really, really awesome, man. Like it's, it's so cool that you literally were not really a writer and then you start writing books and publishing. That's, that's a really cool story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and you do it all yourself too. That's Covers. Cool. Dude, yeah. Sometimes, you know, people just have that <laughs> inspiration like yeah. down the line, you know, like para, like, I mean, just kind of, you know, know it. <laughs> yeah. Well, James, it's been a real pleasure yeah. having you on tonight. I do appreciate it again. Yeah. yeah. yeah thanks, thanks, James. James. Thank, Thank you guys. guys. Have you a good too. night. And good yeah, luck, man. buddy. Yeah, you too, man. Uh, you know, I, I I didn't want to put it down, which is cool. That's good. I just I just fell asleep. <laughs> my other issues. Seamus <laughs> <laughs> and narcolepsy enter the room. <laughs> One man and leaves. That's a nice coffee you got there, Seamus. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, yeah, I, I um, I, I love, I love coffee. You know, I, I sometimes I, I get, I get two in a day, so I can have one. You know, have one. Yeah, in the me too. Uh, pick, uh, pick me up in the later in the day. You know? What I like is how my uh, kitchen kind of smells like a lingering hint of coffee in there. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it, the shards of glass you have to pull out of your feet every morning. <laughs> yeah, Vanessa stepped in one. Did she really? Yeah. Do you want to sue me? <laughs> <laughs>